Too many dreams and too much potential is wasted by assigning it to tomorrow. Human Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Seema Desai, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Dinesh Malwani. We're a dentist and attorney duo and are both certified coaches who specialize in performance and success coaching. In the Happy and Human Podcast, we dive into the philosophies, strategies, and tools that help us live happier, healthier, or productive lives that lead to our highest successes, all while creating a deep sense of fulfillment and joy. Welcome to our show. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope everyone had a great celebration. Happy New Year to you, Seema. Glad we're back in the saddle. Happy New Year. 2024. Crazy. Two plus zero plus two equals four. I think that the entire year makes sense to me already. The numbers add up. Symmetrical. (laughs) Yeah, New Year's resolutions, right? Uh, Big topic right now. Lots of commercial activity around New Year's resolutions. People Mm -hmm. are trying to sell their gym memberships and their (laughs) wellness and all the things about New Year's resolutions. Weight loss, the perfect beach body, like all this. I'm I'm seeing things like uh, even for like laser hair removal, you know, get ready for the, the warm summer coming up. And I feel like there's a lot being said about New Year's resolutions. We actually talked about this when we first started the podcast. Back in yeah. like March of 2023, we talked about this. We, we talked about why so many of them don't necessarily pan out, right? A lot of them right. just kind of die on the vine. And so before we get into more about what Dinesh and I wanted to share, I don't want anyone going in here and labeling a New Year's resolution as good or bad, something they should or shouldn't do, yeah. right, Dinesh? That's not really how we tend to live life. Yeah, not not at all. Not at all. I think that birthdays, anniversaries, the turn of the year, any sort of milestone really can and ha- should be used to reevaluate, reassess, redirect and, you know, potentially consider whether the ladder we're climbing is leaned against the right wall. And if it's not against the right wall, any of these organically, I wouldn't say natural, but organically built-in triggers for milestones can and often are used to be the time where we we reevaluate, right? And so I think New Year's resolutions fall under that with the turn of the year. I think a lot of people take stock about what is working, what is not working, what they'd like to change, and also just had a period of, you know, potential slower time with the Mm -hmm. holidays where they can catch their breath and think about, you know, okay, well, what do I really want? Like the the year is such a blur. Here's a time where I can think about it. So if you're someone that has set New Year's resolutions, we are absolutely cheering you on. And what we hope to to share in this episode are some thoughts and some principles that guide us, whether you set some goals or set some ideas for yourself around now or at a birthday, or you reset them in March or April or February or October 22. doesn't matter. You bring up an excellent point. You know, if, if listeners, if you have set a New Year's resolution and it feels good, like you're excited 
really truly not like, okay, I've got to do this. Let's, I don't know if it's going to work out. Like not, not like that. If you are all in and it feels good, you're fired up and ready to go. As Dinesh said, we are cheering you on. I just wanted to, and Dinesh, we, we both wanted to offer just alternatives because a lot of times we make these news resolutions and we fall short and there's other ways to do things. We don't have to tie ourselves to making a new year's resolution. Something I, I really like to do is first of all, new, the new year is this is a, on the Gregorian calendar, right? The, the Vedic calendar, the Jewish calendar is on the lunar calendar. The Chinese calendar is on the lunar calendar. So our new years don't fall on the same day, January 1st, right? Every year it changes and it doesn't coincide with the Gregorian new year, right? The, the new year that all the world recognizes. Why that's important is the energy of the new year and creating and, and designing and implementing and all of those things that come with setting goals may not align for you mm-hmm. come January 1st, right? Right. For me, it doesn't actually. The end of the year, honestly, it's not reflection for me. It's yes, there, there's always reflection for me. Dinesh, do you, do you ever do that where you're like kind of going through your day and you have an experience that doesn't quite pan out the way you want it to, or it did, and you kind of yeah. auto reflect like, huh, you know, you might have an insight. I think that that happens more frequently than, than I'd like to admit. Not only just in, in a day period, but, you know, throughout the year, I try to, Think about you know the path that we're going, like where are we headed, right? And if you think about an airplane that takes off from Los Angeles to on its way to to London, if the the plane is off by one or two degrees as the plane travels from its origination city of Los Angeles, those two degrees that starts to get it veer off its course pretty significantly. And by the time you have flown the distance you thought you were flying to London. You might end up in Egypt, right? right? Because it's it's going to start getting wider. And so one of the things I like to do professionally and personally, and it's something you know that I've learned to do with the people I work with at the law firm as well, is to have constant check-ins. And it's easier to redirect and get back on course when you're just a slightly off course, right? Yeah. Um, then then when you're in Egypt and you're looking around and you're like, oh wow. Okay, we got to load everyone back up in the plane. We got to fuel the plane up, and then we got to figure out where London is, and we got to go there. But if you're if you're flying over Arizona and you're like, wait a second, I'm supposed to be over Las Vegas right now, it's easier to recorrect your course, your course correct at that time. And that's why for me, having more regular uh, sort of check ins and recalibrations are so much more impactful and insightful for me. Yeah, I kind of it, it's like a a muscle that I've I've built. So reflection sort of happens without me trying. I do build in intentional time for reflection. But my point in saying all of it was for us, my family, the end of the year is very busy. Kids are home. My whole routine is off. That is not the time for me to reflect. My reflection period kind of honors the the growth period of the trees and the plants and, and things outside. January comes, the kids go back to school. And then I allow the dust to settle. That's mm-hmm. actually when I reflect. That's yeah. when I when I do the, the deeper, deeper dive of everything. That's where I find it beneficial at that time to, if you will, the analogy of prepping the soil, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's kind of 
the time I spend reflecting, categorizing, analoging all of those things that are coming up for me. And if you're one of those people where that might feel good to you, it's no surprise then that when everybody else around you with commercials and you're being inundated with like, sign up for this gym and book your, your summer travel now and, you know, you know, redecorate your home and all of that stuff. It of course doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel aligned because that's not the energy that you're in, the state that you're in. And I think, you know, for, for me, just to piggyback on that a little bit for me, when, when something pops into my head or I'm motivated or I have some insight that, you know, there's something I'd like to do or, you know, join a new gym or set a new identity for myself or any, any of those things, I find that if I park it in a lot and give it a time where I will come back to it, mm-hmm. more often than not, I, the, the, the energy fizzles out of it. Right. Mm. When I get there, um, I feel that, okay, well, you know, that was a good idea then, but there are other priorities now. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, if I said, okay, on December 10th, I'm like, okay, January 1st, I'm going to start working out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that intrinsic energy that I have today or on, on December 10th uh, tends to get diluted by the time January 1st rolls around and maybe that day turns out to be raining or. I'm not feeling well. And then I'm like, okay, well, tomorrow or the week after or something else. Whereas when I, d- when I have the decision and I, and I have the insight, if I take action right away and I can use the, the willpower and the motivation that I have right then to break the friction in getting started, because mm-hmm. you know, friction is one of the strongest forces on the planet. What I then can stack in my favor is momentum, right? right? So rather than waiting till January 1st to to get into the gym, which is probably the most universal New Year's resolution that people think about, if I get into the gym right then and I start working on a trainer and I start eating better and I start feeling better already, by the time January 1st rolls around, I don't have to rely on motivation as much as routine and ritual and habit and the momentum to, to keep me going, right? Yeah. Yeah, so true. So true. And, you know, this doesn't get said enough. The intention behind the action is far more important than the action itself. Mm. When you on December 10th are, you know, saying to yourself, you know what, I am no longer going to allow my reasons for being sedentary. We're going to just use working out guys as an example, because it's easy. And it's a common one. I'm not going to allow my reasons for being sedentary to be true anymore. I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to go outside and walk or whatever, right? The intention behind that is so different than when you are like, ugh, I have to, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really want to do it, but I guess it's time. It's January 1st. It's really incredible to be in a room full of people who are coming at it with the intention of not enough, right? Like, something's not up to par or some like that scarcity mindset of like my body isn't good enough. And so I'm here forcing myself to work out like that also contributes to why people fall short because you're just circulating this energy of intention. That's not built on solid ground. And I know that can be a little abstract for people, but for those of you who that resonates with, hopefully you're seeing some clarity there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, we've talked about this with goal setting. We've talked about it with so many other different topics that ultimately with with any behavior change it comes down to who not how and that's um 
a really cryptic way of saying it. It depends on your identity changing. It right. depends on you seeing yourself in a different light. My preference is, at least for me now, after having failed many New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. is to use the beginning of the year to set an identity for myself. And some mm-hmm. people, you know, set a word, for example, that will be the theme of their year. I think a lot of that is is similar and in the same vein. But every year, I try to set an identity or way of being or way of living each year. And I don't make it totally drastic, or I I don't make it something crazy, like a 1% or one degree improvement Mm -hmm. in an area that I'd like. And, you know, last year was all about fitness for me. And 2024, I might part of my identity is going to take my fitness to the next level. I've always enjoyed boxing and sort of, you know, martial arts and combat and things like that. So for 2024, one of my identities is to lean into that a little bit more, probably because I I feel that, you know, I won't get hurt now because I have some baseline level of fitness by working with Kunal, not getting ready to do something. I feel that I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Maybe that's why you fight with me so much, huh? All the time, all the time. Yeah. We, yeah. we should have we should have an on air fight one day. That, that would be interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think there's enough of that going around. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it you you do make an, a really valid point. So often, as overachievers, as you know, ambitious goal getters, we tend to have this way of thinking of like, if it's not go big or go home, right? If it's not this huge identity shift then why bother? And then it leads to us just feeling like, well, why bother? Then you're stuck, right? You're stuck in that same place. The other thing too, is it's like, I've experienced this where it's like, okay, January 1st, I'm going to start. And for whatever reason, it doesn't work out. And I'm like, oh, I'll just, instead of saying, I'll start in the next five minutes, right? Or the next day, I'll say, I'll just start next Monday. Oh, I'll just start the Monday. You know, we tend to have this all or nothing thought pattern that actually works against us in yeah. terms of making progress. And I love that you mentioned just just 1%. It doesn't have to be huge to make a huge difference long-term. Yeah. I, I'm all for deliberately putting something off in the future and making space for it. You can have a, sort of a list or a parking lot where there is a time in the future for something because you're prioritizing something different right mm-hmm. now. And I, I'm all for that. But too many dreams and too much potential is wasted by assigning it to tomorrow, right? Or the day after or next week or later. So I I think you understand the sort of the nuance I'm drawing there. If you're saying today is not convenient and using it as an excuse and saying tomorrow will be somehow better or easier for you, and it's not from a place of intentionality of actually deliberately prioritizing, you have to ask yourself, why am I pushing it off if it's not because of a conscious decision, and it's more out of ease and comfort and um, mm-hmm. convenience, right? Absolutely. And then the other two reason too, I like to think about is why am I doing this? Yeah. Right? Like, if if I sp- in notorious Indian culture, South Asian culture, we we look at girls and we're like constantly judging. You know, are you are you slim enough? Are you you know whatever? I remember when I got married, what somebody I can't even remember who it was, a family member with the best of intentions was like. You haven't gained any weight. It's been a year of you getting married. Oh my gosh, like your marriage must be. I mean, they were catastrophizing a little bit. And it was like, is your marriage okay? I'm like, what? 
Like what I'm, tr- I'm trying to find where their thought pattern is because I can't follow it. And, you know. Was that a cryptic way of asking, why are you not pregnant yet? Probably. Who knows? Wow. I mean, I, my guess is yes, but like, it just, it leads you to think like, okay, if this were two years ago, I would have heard you need to maintain your weight or lose weight uh, depending yeah. on who you are, right? Like you need to look a certain way because boys won't want to engage with conversation. You won't get married. And so it's very much about the physical body. And then when you get married, it's like, oh, but if you're happy in your married life, then you're eating, right? You're growing, you're gaining weight. And then maybe this whole pregnancy thing also comes with it. But, and so if you consistently set what you should be doing to what other people believe you should be doing, you're always going to be chasing, chasing that acorn, right? Chasing that nut. It's very energetically depleting. It leads you to kind of step outside of who you are as a person and what you want. And you can't get the results that you really want without grinding it out. You might get results, but they are going to come at a huge cost, right? Mainly your own happiness. So just question, you know, if if there is something that is a goal of yours, make sure it's really your goal, that you can see that the goal is bigger than just you, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know, Dinesh, you mentioned when you started, I remember when you hired Canal. And you talked about wanting to be in shape, but you also talked about like, I want to run around with my kids mm-hmm. and not just now, but yeah. I want, you know, I want to still play football with Jay. And when he's home from college, like I want to be able to keep up, Yeah, you know? Yep. Yeah, totally. It wasn't about just you. The why behind a goal is the thing that allows you to, you know, when inadvertently, I mean, inevitably, I should say, not inadvertently, life throws you a curveball or there's an obstacle in your way. The why, having a strong why of why that goal is relevant to you or why it's important to you allows you to go over, under, around, or through the obstacles or the challenges that come your way. And whether it's fitness or it is something else that's important to you, really Understanding that at a mental level will support any action and will be able to allow you to sustain the action, right? Because ultimately, we're just a compilation of our habits, and our habits are the consistency, and it is the consistency that allows us to to reach our goals, Uh, just doing the same thing over and over, even when it's bored or we think we don't need to, things like that. And without a strong why, like you said, it's easy to get derailed and pushed off our consistency. And so for me, the the fitness part is being able to to hang with, with my boy who's getting stronger and taller every day. You know, it's funny, we were talking about what to do on an upcoming trip. And Anjana was thinking of going somewhere. And he goes to, to Anjana, he's like, well, you and Sanvi can go, dad and I can go to Vegas. What? I'm not kidding. He, okay, like, straight I want to know. I want to know yeah. all about this. Yeah, with a straight face. He's like, well, dad and I can just go to Vegas. <laughs> and like, uh, he's, you know, he's eight. That's going to be a legitimate question in 12 years yeah. or so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's I. so many questions, but I'll ask Anjana about them. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. And I think that's going back to kind of who, who do I want to be, right? What, who do I want to be to the people? That are in my life that I care about because who you are to me, the Nesh, is very different than who you are to Anjana or to Jayan or to Sanvi, right? It's not just dad, it's dad to Sanvi. 
dad to Jayan, those are two different roles. Yeah. So just considering what are these lifestyle choices that you want to make in a way that honors who you want to be for those right. people. And to ensure that they are aligned with what you value right now. Our values and beliefs tend to change as, as we go through life. That's it, a long way of saying that if, if you haven't set a New Year's resolution or you are feeling the pressure of did you choose the right one or things like that, we would recommend to divorce the idea of it having to be in January, right? Mm-hmm. You, can, you can decide at any time to make a change, right? Because our lives are basically a sum of the decisions we make. Yep. And at any time, we can make a different decision and change the entire course of our life, right? Take some time. Think about what's really important to you. Think about why that is important to you. And it doesn't have to be some monumental life-changing pivot or decision to go in a different direction. You can just pick something that feels right and will advance you to wherever you'd like to go and what's important to you. Make a decision. And if you happen to start on February 19th, whatever it is, it's going to be the perfect time for you. Yeah. It's, and, and I, you said something really key there, Dinesh, like whatever, make a decision, whatever feels good. I, I want to do maybe a whole other podcast about the role of intuition and in decision making. Mm-hmm. But, you know, listen to that intuition. It, and it won't always be logical. If like one of your goals is, if you're a couch potato and you're like, I'm going to run a marathon this year, your brain is going to logically, maybe, I, I'm not in your brain, but mine would be like, you can't do that, right? That doesn't yeah. mean that it's not possible or that you shouldn't try or, you know, but, but if that's the whisper, sometimes the whisper is something completely illogical. Like I need to fly out and visit Cairo this year mm-hmm. and you yeah. could have no ties to Cairo whatsoever. Right. But if that's kind of what's coming up for you, don't squash it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't spend your time. Like that's my, my suggestion is to not spend your time asking yourselves how this won't work for you. Ask, you know, how, how might this work for me? Why would yeah. this work for me? The role of intuition is so often overlooked and it's actually the breadcrumbs to our highest successes. So that's just sort of my very high level two cents on intuition. Yeah. That is such a great topic there. I think it's such a important topic when it comes to decision making, the role of intuition. So yeah, let's, let's plan to do another episode on that in the near future. And with that, Seema, I think that's our first episode for 2024. It is. Guys, we are so excited to continue Happy and Human podcast. I just wanted to share something I found on the internet real quick here, Dinesh. Mm-hmm. Did you know, Twenty. I looked up 2024 numerology meeting. Now, I don't know if you're a numerology guy. I've kind of flirted with it here and there. The universal year eight, this is what came up. The universal year eight representing success, power, and abundance will affect our lives in 2024. The year combines the energies of number two, the moon, number four, Rahu, and number eight, Saturn. Number two brings money, work, and emotions. Four brings new technology and opportunities. And eight signifies hard work and karma. And where the karma comes in, guys, is does it feel aligned? That is karma yoga. That is inspired action, whatever you want to call it. So go out there. Make 2024 the year in which you stand in your abundance, success, power, joy all of the wonderful things that Dinesh and I are always sending your way. Yeah, absolutely. I love all of that. And, you know, I'll share with you, Anjana and I sort of whisper to each other, 2023 was the warm up. 2024 is when we take over. 
Yeah. So good. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah. Yep. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.